following message is presented by Community Gospel Church in Bremen, Indiana. It is our great privilege to share this ministry with you. We in no way intend for this to be a replacement for the local church. It is our prayer that this would serve as a resource to help make Jesus Christ known in our congregation and other congregations gathering across the world. For more information about Community Gospel Church, visit www.communitygospelchurch.com. All right. Well, welcome. I was doing the final countdown before we hit the, <laughs> I know. Hit the old I feel record like you button. I hit record before that. He was singing. It was great. Well, hop, do, 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 I don't know what that's called. Uh, yeah. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. It's good to see him up. We're excited to be here. We today. are not excited <laughs> at all. Like, it is pouring down rain right now. It's gross. So, it's a stay at home day. It's gross. It's like, get in your pajamas and read a book day. So, I don't know why but it's almost june yeah it's cold and it's uh, you're in a hooded sweatshirt I am. <laughs> i'm in a long sleeve shirt i'm freezing no, cold my kids had to wear pants to school today and the fight was ginormous oh. and i'm like guys it's 40 degrees out right now and it's raining go put pants on uh the oldest was supposed to go to the park today oh no are yeah. they gonna reschedule it oh how they have one day left <laughs> jo- uh cameron was supposed to go on wednesday to play more and they rescheduled it for tuesday oh so they're like gonna go the last day yeah so i don't know i don't know although there's a, like at least two groups at the park already on the youngest does not want to go to the park no, um, mine either. He said, can we just skip? We can go to the park with our friends anytime. That was a huge conversation yeah. in the house. Because it was like, I, I would. Like, I'd, yeah. I'd just say, okay, you don't have to go to school, but that's not a good, that's not I really not considered it if my oldest didn't want to be there. Because he's going to the park that's literally right next to our house. Mm-hmm. So I've already said, I'll bring the dog out. Yeah. I'll throw basketballs over the fence for you. Yeah. I'll sneak you some popsicles. Like, I mean, she does not want to go to school. Yeah, that's no, that's fair. Forget this. Uh, well, and your oldest, it's her birthday on the last day of school. Yeah. So she's bummed. probably like, I want to be there. Yeah, because all her friends. Like, she yeah. never gets to celebrate her birthday Absolutely. at school. So, yeah, like, she's super pumped, but the youngest is like, this is dumb. It's like, amazing what one it. week does. Like, we're just one week later, but I feel like we're going so much oh, later. Oh, we should have been out, what, last week? Yeah, Tuesday like or yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. If you're joining in, you're probably like, why are they? Why don't they just talk to each other? <laughs> why do they have to record their conversation? Yeah, probably. Can't, hey, you want to know what's going on in our lives? Stop it! Yep. Like you're super excited. Hey, I got. I had a uh, random question for you. Oh jeez. What's the best movie you've seen this year? None. You haven't I seen haven't any movies this year. Um. Hmm. Have you? Have you? Like, I was just curious. Like. No, no. Like new movie. I don't know. Just movie in general. Like. I mean, like. You and Matt do that, right? Like We do, but there's nothing come out people. good lately. Yeah. So we've watched Facing the Giants with the kids. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. I cried through it. The kids and Matt That's an old one. Me. It That's is. old one. There's nothing good out. So mm-hmm. we watched that one. Um, we watched God Not, God's Not Dead with the youth, and that was a pretty convict. That had some – my kids watched it with the youth because they always come. You're and totally on the Christian movie thing right now. It Only because that's the only reason I've watched movies is we've shown them at church. Other than that – Nothing? Oh, nothing new. TV shows? What about TV shows? Not. Nothing there either. I mean, we watch like the NCISs mm. and um, what else do we watch? SEAL Team. Like we watch those type of shows, but 
Nothing's been great. Just this was year. curious. I don't know. I, what about had, you? Uh, Bethany and I, are, uh, we just finished Last Man Standing. Well, yeah, you guys watch that a lot, though. Yeah, like we finished like the whole thing. Yeah. And then we're watching Wings right now. Ah, uh, the TV show. Yeah. I loved Wings. Yeah. We have it's it's our twenty five minutes of yeah. like just downtime at night. So yeah, we made it through all of Last Man Standing, and then. Um, and then somehow we got on wings. Yeah, that's a great show. I mean, it actually, is. I have no idea if it's a great show. It, in my mind, it was mm-hmm. when I watched it. It's clean. It, I thought it was. Like for the most, eh, no, I'm not gonna say that. It's I'm not. <laughs> it's cleaner than what's on TV. Cleaner now. than what's on TV now. Yeah. yeah, let's go with that. But it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's it, maybe it's just nostalgic. Like I'm like, yeah. this kind of speaks to me. But it's still, it was still. I was a kid when that show was on. Yeah, absolutely. Like a little kid. And then I remember rewatching it in like college, mm-hmm. kind of. They would always have the reruns on USA or something, and you'd yeah. watch them. But I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. What about books? Oh, I have read. Because you're a reader. Yeah, I've read 102 books this year so far. Good for you. Um, all well, I mean, I've read like that doesn't count like the actually to learn something. Right, right. Um, I think I'm. A, I think I'm a, like. Those are just like the fiction books that are like 400 pages. I can knock them out in a night and it's not anything big. What's your top three for the year so far? Oh gosh, I don't know. I haven't read anything that's been outstanding. I'm in a series right now and it's got a very slight Christian bent to it. Um, but it's all like forensic stuff. Like they're solving say, crimes the sci- and sci-fi stuff. Just whatnot. enough of, these aren't actually sci-fi. These are more the forensic police officer side of things. Um, a little bit of romance thrown in, of but course. very like God honoring in it. Like yeah. it's not like just enough. Seventeen pages of like no. epic detail. No, like they might kiss in the book at yeah, the most, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, um, I can't even remember what they're called, but it's been a pretty good series. But I don't. Do you library it up, or do you like, buy them? Um, I so I have like done the library like I've read through everything I want to read through so mm-hmm. it's very rare for the library to get new books that I want to read so I Kindle unlimited it which oh. I hate reading on a Kindle because yeah. it's not a book but it's eight nine dollars a month and it's uh, like what's your I, Kindle do you have like an actual Kindle no I just use the iPad oh gotcha. and or my phone mm-hmm. or something whatever's accessible and um yeah I just read that way mm-hmm. so it's not that way, I can't afford to buy. If I bought a book, I mean, I, I finished a say, book a night. What's Kindle Unlimited? Is it expensive? Nine dollars a month. And you get in like it, you, there's only certain books that are on Kindle Unlimited, but it's a vast library, yeah. and you can have ten in your your library storage like uh, at a time. But when you finish, you just replace it. So even for the kids' books, they find a series they like at school, and if I don't want to run out to the library mm-hmm. or. Cameron's notorious for fin- finishing a book and being like, I need the next one right yeah, now. Yeah. I can pull it up, and usually I can get the kids' books, a lot huh. of them on it, and so they'll read that way. For um, somebody like you that reads a lot, like it's I worth feel like it. that's totally worth if it. If it's not, and like I said, I've read through most of the library stuff. Yeah. So when you've pulled everything off the shelves and they only replace their stock so many times, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, And a lot of the stuff that comes out now is not good. Yeah. So, or I should say, it's got a little bit more than I'm willing to read, like do you, like. I see um, what you're saying. Do you but do you put books down? Like, do you read like a book and you're like, I don't like this, so I'm gonna move on. It's hard, but the one like the kicker is if there's any type of like sexual stuff. I'm like, because I don't mm. always pick yeah, Christian yeah. nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if like I'll be reading it and if there's anything, I'm like, oh, shut that. This my eyes, deep. wash yeah. my yeah, eyes yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. You can't do that. So that is usually the. The biggest reason mm. I put a book down. 
Makes yeah. sense. So. so how did you get into the habit of reading? Oh. Like, just curious. Like, have you always been that always. way? I mean, we're talking about habits anyway, so yeah. I'm kind of just curious. Yeah, like. I don't know. I've just always loved to read. Um, I had gymnastics practice with seven minutes from my house, and I'd, mm-hmm. I'd take a book. Like, my mom's like, it's seven minutes, Jessica. We could talk. No, like, my book went everywhere with me. Kitchen table. My kids are like that. Um, to the point where I remember my parents, like, almost grounding me from yeah. books a yeah. little bit. Like, you're going to go outside and play now. So I don't know how I developed it. I think I just... I, my parents are really good about finding books that we enjoyed from an early age. Um, so even when we were first learning to read, I don't remember it so much with me, but I remember watching my brothers go through it. Mm-hmm. They would find sports books that were very that mm-hmm. early phonetic stuff so they could read it. But they, they engaged them because they were sports or they were Davy Crockett. Or, yeah. um, so because of that, we enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, my brothers didn't really pick it up. One has gone back to it a little bit now. Um, he struggled with reading. And it's come easy for me. Yeah. So I was always, I'm I'm definitely heavier on the English language arts type side than I am math. So so if it goes TV fit. shows, movies, or books, books, which one you're gonna go to a book every Hand time? Hand down. So Matt watches sports that I read, and that's what we do at night. See, now that's a whole different ball game though, because like, it's not like a show that's on. Even if it's a show, like he'll be like, you "Do you want to watch a show it. or do you want to read?" I'm like, uh to read really i'd pick reading every day see because i could see him like being like that's how you guys would work mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i think in like relationships and stuff like that you have to figure out like what works yep and that sounds like you guys like have figured out like so you're like hey man if you want to you know if you want to watch your tv show or whatever yep. or watch your game you know yeah I'm, so I'm he loves read. it he watches the cubs game or notre dame football or whatever and i sit next to him and i read it's the same we go out golfing and i don't love to golf and yeah so I'd read on the golf cart and he'd play golf. Huh. And it was awesome. Which Best makes sense because you're like, I don't want to play golf. I don't. I'm not it's doing that. Super frustrating. I hit it into the woods all the time and his goes so stinking far. Yeah. And I'm like, here's my 10 hits to get it up to your one. Like, how'd you do that? that and really I'm neat. so competitive, <laughs> but I'm so bad. I can't be competitive that I'm like, why don't I read? Yeah. And you play. So how do together. You, how do you help somebody read? Like, if somebody comes up to you and is like, hey, Jess, I don't like to read, what do you do? Find something you enjoy. What topic do you like? Mm. And I do this with my kids, um, especially my youngest. He does not like to read, and yeah. it's hard for him. So we scour to find, like, what is it you enjoy? So he was really on a sports kick for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and my kids are big in sports anyway. And so we found a whole um, Sports Illustrated Kids series. Yeah. And then, like, with younger kids, I especially, I – when you're reading for enjoyment, read like a level down. Yeah. So it's easy. So you're not straining to try to figure out That's what the words are. That's a good idea. Um, you don't, yes, I want to push you and I want to challenge you and you need to be challenged in that. But when you're just reading for enjoyment, it needs to be fun. Yeah. So find something you enjoy reading. Like uh, the book, so I read fiction really well. Yeah. Other books, and I read it fast. Other books, like books that make to grow like atomic habits yeah Yeah. i'm gonna only probably get 12 of those in Mm -hmm. a year like i usually do one one or two a month um depending on how quick and short they are like Mm -hmm. i might pair like something like atomic habits with like something with spiritual something actually i'm reading a preteen book right now (laughs) you read the kids your books read or um no do you read the books your kids read i just said do you read the kids (laughs) your books that's not right at all it's raining outside leave me alone i read um Stuff that if parents were to call and re- ask me, like, what would you recommend I go through with my kid? Yeah. I read those type of books. Yeah. Sometimes I read, if I don't know the series, and I'll read the first couple chapters of, like, some of the books, 
Cameron just flies through books so much I'm having a hard time staying up. But I have a friend that does. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> hey, have you read this series yet? Oh, uh, gotcha. So I utilize that. Um, but yeah, like, so I'm reading a, how it's, what is it called? How, it's a, how to make good choices. Like, a, it's by Jim George. I don't know. So oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, anyways, um, he writes a boy after God's own heart series. Yeah. And Jordan wanted another one of those books to kind of go through as like yeah. a quick devotional along with his um, like Bible devotion. So I'm reading that. One of the things that I think helps is having like a Kindle or like mm-hmm. an iPad or whatever, because you can change the font. Yeah. Like you can change the font. You can change the size. You can change all that. Yep. So like my pages are significantly smaller. It was funny. You bought Atomic Habits and brought it in. The yeah. first Like I've never seen the book. Yeah, I I have the book. I've read it multiple times, but I've never seen right. it. And you brought it in and said, "I was like, that's a huge book." Yeah, I didn't think it was that big. Because yeah, because I think being on a Kindle now, I will say, if I'm reading a book to learn, I am such an underliner writer mm-hmm. that um, I need a physical copy. Yeah, but if I'm just reading for fun, yeah, I can. The only kickback it. I have to that is like when we talk, like I throw open because I love that Kindle will um log your notes in a yes. book so yes. like and then you can export them and so i can see yeah. everything that's so fair. it's kind of like my clip notes and i'm like yeah. uh whoa you know like that that was the game changer for me but i think sometimes like adults look at a book and they they find it intimidating mm-hmm. they're like that's a big book but if they don't see it and they it can makes set such it, a difference it's a huge difference yeah. and then you get done with the book and you're like i oh. read that whole thing yep. and then you see it and you're like Whoa. That's huge. I, I would, I could, I could totally believe that. I'm not intimidated by a large book. In fact, if it's under three, four hundred pages, I'm probably not even gonna waste my time picking it up if yeah. it's like for me. But again, I love to read, and I read really fast. Yeah, I skim read, so that helps. Oh, uh. um, which I think is why sometimes I need a physical book when I'm because I, when you're reading to learn, mm-hmm. you can't skim read as well. Yeah, it's. You gotta I, slow it down. I mean, if you read, let's just say I broke up in my calculator. So let's just say you read one chapter a day for you know, a year. You're at three sixty five, right? Like, what do you? How many chapters do you say? Like, how many chapters are in Atomic Habits? Uh, what is it? Like three? How many chapters? Yeah, I think it's like what? Twenty. Let's just say an average book has eighteen. Right? Yeah, maybe. You're you're reading 20 books a year. Yeah. Which is still way over mm-hmm. what I would say normal person does. Now, yeah. unless you're reading like fiction. I'm talking like 20 books like. Yeah, absolutely. That you're actually learning, you're studying and. Yeah, those are like, yeah. like, like I would say studious books. Mm-hmm. But yeah. How do you when. So you've always read. You're going to look at somebody. You're going to say, hey, like read. Let's just say Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. for example. You look at them and you say, um, how, how do you. Uh, how do you get them to read that if it's not appealing to them? You know what I mean? But you want them to read. So let's, let's take it into like a leadership oh. realm. Like, hey, we're going to we're gonna do this. They look at it. They get through the first couple of chapters. How do you make it irresistible for them? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Because I have a husband who doesn't like to read. And so I watch him go, yeah, no, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you can break it down into manageable chunks, like, hey, a chapter every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send you follow up like my key high like this is my takeaway from this chapter mm-hmm. what you know add your one takeaway or right. I might even section it up like I just want you to read to the first bullet point you mm-hmm. know or like the first next heading right small it's tiny I'm gonna I'm gonna I think there's regular check-ins um I don't know though how do you make it irresistible I'm not I don't yeah 
I think that's the question we've been asking here at church <laughs> a lot of how do you make, how do you encourage that desire to learn yeah. and understand that learning often comes through reading? You know, I will say some people just don't like to read. It's challenging for them. It's not fluent. So listen to it. Yeah. Most books you can find on Audible and they'll, it's, I, I, I got a free Audible trial once on my Kindle. But First, it's expensive. It is. And the people that read it do not read like I read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, your inflection is not where my inflection right, would be. Right, right, right. But that is an option. If you just know you're not a reader. Do you have Hoopla? Oh, I don't. You is don't it the Hoopla? same idea? Do you know what Hoopla is? I don't know. Oh, you're missing out. So Hoopla is, um, I might just have changed the game for you here in about two seconds. I don't know. I like to visually see or I don't. Listening, I have a hard time learning. So, well, hold on. So if you're Kay. if you're doing Kindle Unlimited, you could partner this. Uh, Hoopla, if you have a library card, this isn't just with Mm -hmm. Bremen, this is like all All over the place. If you have a library card, you can access the Hoopla library. E-books, audio books, whole nine yards. Mm, Seven times out of ten, they'll have the book I want. Oh, interesting. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, so what's amazing is you can get like, it reads just like an e-reader, okay. you know, whatever. You can't export it, obviously. Yeah. I don't know if you could or not. I've never tried. I don't know. I've never tried to export any of the books that I yeah, but like that. All the audiobooks are there too as well. Oh, there you go. So like currently on my Hoopla account, which is crazy. Um, I, it's going to make me log in. I don't want to log in. Um, but anyway, it has like that's where I do all my audiobooks and then okay. Kindle I have all my regular books. Yeah. And what's crazy is with like audiobooks, um the the authors are starting to read their own books. Oh, interesting. Which is super awesome. Because I feel like you'd really get the tone of what they're trying to say. Like when we did Never Split the Difference, mm-hmm. I listened I've listened to it twice. Uh Chris Voss actually reads his book. Okay. And it's it's outstanding. That's cool. Because you can tell where he wants you to right. like hit. He's like Right. He's gonna his inflection's gonna be different in yeah. certain places. Oh, okay. It's so good. But um Hoopla's hundred percent free. Oh nice. Yeah, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'm surprised I, you don't know about it. Well, I yeah, no. I don't listen to a lot of books, so I could see doing it for just the I I get really distracted when I just listen. Hmm. Like I'm the person that's gonna take notes wherever. Yeah. Because if not, my brain is like, oh, what else could I be? It's like I can't focus. I have to visually. I'm such a visual, even if it's me writing it down. Yeah. Or I just don't listen well. Well, and uh, that's what like James kind of talks about. There's probably a lot of like spiritual parallels in the fact that I don't listen well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't say it. We're not going to go down that rabbit trail. <laughs> but what he talks about is making it attractive. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. my good friend says you have to make something sexy. Uh, I don't like that word. It That's, just yeah. it doesn't fit well with me. Uh, but yeah, he, he. I think that's that's the the goal is like how do we make something like reading attractive? Yeah, so that you want to continue to do it. And he talks a little bit about here is it's almost the anticipation. Like mm-hmm. you've got to create that anticipation to read. And so he says if you have to do this harder task mm-hmm. that you don't really want to do pair it with when I complete that task then I get to yeah. do and it's something you enjoy and make that your habit all the time yep well you do that eventually you're not really liking the task you're doing but when I come out on the other side and that's reading for me so I have to get so much stuff done during the day um and nine like I try to I we pick up our kids from school yeah. we have a 20 minute wait in the car for them and if I've gotten everything I've got need to get done 
I get to read during that time. Uh, if gotcha. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get to read during that time. Secret time. Yeah, I, I love to read. Sleep in the pickup line. Oh, I fell asleep the other day, and then Logan got in the car and scared me to death. I and I get a little nervous. You're gonna like snap a picture of me snoring. Like oh, that's my <laughs> biggest fear. Like because <laughs> I wake up, like it's just ten minutes. Like, yeah. but I, I'll be working on something or whatever, and just I mean, it's yeah, it's the pickup line. It if is. you don't know what we're talking about, you go sit go stay in the pickup line. line. You'll be sleeping in five seconds. Yes. Um, and uh, I. I like I'll snap awake and my mouth's like hanging wide open. <laughs> I'm like, drooling all over oh, the place. And I'm like, who saw this? Like, <laughs> so now I'm like, I need to just black out my windows. Yes. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. But because of that, like that has created, you know, like whatever, find that way to. Mm-hmm. So you're anticipating what's going to come after the thing you don't want to do. And eventually in this chapter, he would say, you'll begin to make that thing, that undesirable thing you don't really want to do desirable because of that. Yeah, like you have to make it attractive in some mm-hmm. level. You have to get that like dopamine to come out. For me, like um, I tell people this all the time with like working out. I'm like, buy yourself every like three or four months a new pair of like yeah. shorts or whatever yeah. you need to do. Like, yeah, absolutely. Just uh, like make uh, like look good, feel good mm-hmm. is definitely a thing. Or um, this is so crazy, but uh, I switch up my toothpaste like I hate brushing my teeth. Just you switch up your, ah, man, I don't know. I don't like to switch my toothpaste up. I get mad when mine isn't. I can't find it. <laughs> this tastes weird. Yeah, like I just, I, just little things. I'll yeah, do, I'll do little things where I'm like, then I get excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like when you want something and um, I don't know why your body does this, but you have to go to the bathroom. Like you get excited. <laughs> do, you, do you do that? And my dog does that. Uh, I do it. Like. <laughs> I can always tell I'm excited about something because I like instantly have to go. Oh, to bed. that's so like, funny! Oh no, like, which is so funny things too. Like, yeah. like I went, if I I don't know, like I went to the grocery store the other day and You're I was excited like, excited about that. Oh, I'm gonna get this to eat. Uh, I was okay. super excited okay. about it, and right before I got to the grocery store, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, that's what my dog does. So I'm the equivalent of a puppy. You, yes, <laughs> maybe. All right, so that's pretty much common sense the like make it irresistible Mm -hmm. which is chapter eight so we're gonna roll into chapter okay um so what he says is essentially the roles of family because it really merges well with what you were just talking about like your mom looked at you and said uh we're gonna get you a book or Mm -hmm. whatever the case is or uh, applauded that right Mm -hmm. what do you do with somebody who looks at you for example we'll, we'll keep with the reading kind of highlight here but what do you do with somebody looks at you goes but nobody in my family does this like nobody in my family reads I, my grandma didn't mm-hmm. read my grandpa didn't read like it's almost an excuse yeah so in this chapter he talks a lot about how the people that you're with they influence your behavior mm-hmm. so um which i would say 100 percent yes oh like you absolutely. are the top three or five people you hang out with like but i would say you have control yes, over that's whether what or I was not just people. Gonna say. Yeah. So while that's true and they influence it, um, you can change that behavior. You can change right. that culture. And so it might not be natural. And I think sometimes we might default to what we've always known. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you go back and you refer to some of the first few chapters of yeah. you decide I am a reader. I just verb- Yeah, you have I, to tell yourself I that. am a reader. Yep. And because I'm a reader, I'm going to read at this specific time. Um, what do you do with somebody that's like, but the, I'm lying? 
Yeah. Like you're you're a you're a pastor, <laughs> whatever you know. Like you're telling me. Oh yeah, right. Like our kids you're do lying, it all the Mom. time. I thought we didn't lie. Yeah. Like yeah. How do you get over like that whole? I think I I don't know if I would. You you can be a reader. <laughs> like are you lying? I mean, and sometimes you have to. My I lie to myself all the time. I'm not prideful. I'm full of pride. Right, right, right. I'm not. I don't have, I say all the right things. I'm wonderful. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think we. What about if you change it to like, I will be, I will be yeah, a reader. You can do like, that. Or, uh, but I think words matter. Yeah. Like my kid gets up to bat and I look at him and I can tell he's, he's nervous. This pitcher is just beamed two kids before him. He's yeah. looking, he's standing at the plate and that kid's throwing heat. You are a hitter, Jordan. Yeah. Hit the ball. Yeah. And I see that change. Wait, I am a hitter. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And so I think there's something to not I will be a hitter. Right. I am like believe that about yourself. I think that's OK. I think uh, I mean, obviously, like be careful, make sure the things you're saying are honoring <laughs> to God. <laughs> but, you know, I I care about people. Yeah. I, OK, well, I maybe struggle seeing people, but I am going to be someone who cares about people. So I'm going to change who your identity. Who, what's your identity and yeah. what are you defining yourself at? And obviously your identity is found in Christ. But I think within that as long as that's your, your core you can say i am a reader i am a learner i am a even if you struggle at it right you can be a reader and all you read is the back of the cereal box <laughs> like just keep reading yeah i don't know people probably don't read the cereal boxes anymore is there even anything on the back of a cereal box there are but it's not what it used to be yeah there used to be it used to be fun yeah. You'd like fight over which box of cereal you got. My kids just bring a book to the table anyway. Yeah, that's they don't what even care. I do too. So like, yeah, they're like. Well, I did. Now I don't sit. I'm like, it's morning. Go. Do you find it hard though to eat like a bowl of cereal without a table? Or can yeah, you, but like, I usually do bagels so that I can walk around the house. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. A bowl of cereal. I need some. I need. Yeah. So. That, what a, what a crazy rabbit trail. Uh, but. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm thinking that through like of hmm um how do I help somebody mm-hmm. who has become a product of their environment and mm-hmm. their environment stinks, you know? Like it is almost I would almost equate it to guys who are in jail who are doing really well. Now, somebody would be like, "How can you be in jail and do really well?" Well, there's guys in prison who are who are doing amazing mm-hmm. and there's guys in prison who are doing horrible. Mm-hmm they haven't become a product of their of their environment what they've done right. is they've utilized their environment to right. to leverage just to say i'm gonna i'm gonna do better well i know? think you see that in um parenting if you grow up in a home that is um the dad yells a lot mm-hmm. or is absent and you go i'm not gonna do that yeah. like i'm gonna rise above that i'm not gonna i'm gonna be present in my kid's life or i'm not gonna yell and scream at my kids or yeah and does that mean you're perfect? No. Do, um, sometimes when you, when you're under stress or pressure, does that default of what you knew and grew up with? But I think the more you surround yourself then with people who are like-minded, okay, I want to be a present dad. Well, I'm going to hang out with dads who are present in their kids' lives. And I'm going to, I, or I'm going to, I don't know, just create, like changing who you're with, I think can help create that new habit. Do you think sometimes people, James says one of the deepest desires of human beings is to belong. And do you think sometimes people cave to bad habits because they want to belong to people that they don't, they shouldn't shouldn't belong to? Absolutely. So how do you help somebody get out of that? How do you help somebody look at it and go, you know what, like, 
you're not like they might f- we we handle this all the time right like right. people look at us and they like well i'm good and i'm like but you're not good yeah your life kind of stinks but i don't want to tell you that because because you're nice <laughs> right like yeah like <laughs> but i'm not as nice so <laughs> no i think ah man i read this chapter and i went there's so much truth in this chapter mm-hmm. but you have it like if you don't have a life grounded and rooted in christ Mm -hmm. then you are going to be swayed by the wind like i looked at it and went yes do the people we hang out with impact us yes do do we as humans have this desire to belong but we have a desire to belong and to be part of something because i think we have a desire to belong like deep down god has i who says that god's created a god-shaped hole in your heart and you're constantly looking to fill that with everything but god but only god will satisfy that right and i think and i remember someone much smarter like they said it in a much better way than i did but I think it's that idea that we're desiring to belong and to be part of something. And God's like, you are mine. You're my child. You belong to me. You're looking everywhere else and you're always going to fall short. But if you would realize that you belong to me, mm-hmm. surround yourself with people that are like minded in that. And I think that changes that that changes. So then I'm desiring to belong, but I'm desiring to belong to the family of God. So that's going to shape the way I act and live. And those are habits we want to emulate. That's funny you bring that up because we were having a conversation the other day, uh, a buddy of mine and I were having a conversation about um, some people we know and they're the cool kids. Yeah. Like just straight up, like everything they do is just, it's just so cool. Like they make things look awesome. They're built really well. Um, I don't know if they hang out with anybody who is even remotely non-attractive. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Those are the groups I don't hang out with. (laughs) Yeah. And what we were saying, like, so the conversation went to um, where, where these people were at in their relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I really want to invite them to church, but I don't think we're cool enough for them. You know? And I said, we're like, they're kind of like the prom queens and we're like the, the, the ugly kids. Like, and if you go to our church, I'm not calling you ugly by any means. I'm just saying like, it's, it's, it's a very different thing. Like if they came, we just would be different. I would be different. Like, I'll just say it's just me. It's me. It's not you. It's me. And, um, the, the crazy thing was we, in our conversation, we got to the point where what we realized was, the way that we looked at them was the way that they were looking at that they were the way they look at us. Mm. And I thought, there's no way, no. there's no way they look at it. And I think if you would really open your eyes, like maybe just maybe when you have Jesus and when you have purpose and when you have a belonging to something and people see that they might be more insecure than you're giving them oh, them credit for. hundred percent, yes. I mean, you see that women are notorious for that, and they come off a little bit standoffish and a little bit, I'm better. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of ten, it's because of their insecurities. Right. And they don't know how to overcome that. And I would say, I'm not someone who cares what people think. Like, so I read this chapter and went, oh, my goodness, there's so much truth. We, we emulate those where you know, we're closest to or whatever. We're swayed by the group and wanting to belong. But I am such a like, I'm okay to be different. So and I'm just confident. I wasn't always, but through life and through things I've faced. And I just had this conversation yesterday with a group of women and two of us sat there and we're like, we know we're awesome, so we don't care. (laughs) And the other two are like, we really like when people like us, you know, and we were kind of using it in the terms of saying hard things, but it's that idea of like, 
I think there's truth in it. Um, but I think the more confident you are in who you are in Jesus Christ, the less your desire to belong to the crowd is and the more your desire to be like Jesus is. Well, and that's where we got in our conversation because I looked at him and I said, um, I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to invite him to church. Yeah. And and I, I already had before, but I but this time I was like, and not feel bad about it. Right. And not feel like, oh, I hope we measure up. Like, oh, hey, I man, come sit with us. You know what? Because you need what we're given just mm-hmm. as much as I need what we're given. And like it, it's not, and we need you just as much as you need us, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it was, it was really this kind of epiphany moment because I was, I was reminded of, uh, uh, it was the club E theme, um, a couple years ago. No, the trying not to fit in. Oh yeah. Um, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because he says behaviors are attractive when they help us fit in. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, but no, but I, I don't want to conform. I mean, I do sometimes, but that's not what I'm called to. I'm called to be transformed. Right. So I was like, yes, that's true. But fit, I guess the the continuation of that sentence is, but fit into what? Right. Because if your behaviors are just helping you fit in so that you're accepted by humanity, Mm -hmm. then you're trying to uh, appease man. Yeah. But if your behaviors help you and i don't even want to use the word fit in because i don't think that's a good word if your behaviors help you conform to the image Image of of christ Christ, now you have a completely different and i think this is the this is the difference between a secular worldview and a spiritual worldview 100 i just sat around the table with women a group of women yesterday and we had the same conversation of how have we as believers become complacent Mm -hmm. in the world we're living in because it's easier because it's comfortable because it takes effort to stand out. It takes effort to look different. Yet, like we were comparing it to the nation of Israel, and they were so complacent and comfortable, and they followed the culture at that time. Yeah. And we were looking at Old Testament stuff, and disobedience or um, disobedience was there, and so punishment followed. Yeah. And just like, man, such a gut check of how have I become complacent just because I want to fit in yet God has called me to stand out and look different to the um, world to right. fit into the world. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I mean, those are big, hard topics, but I think challenging topics as, as you're kind of going through, like, who do I look like? Mm-hmm. Do I look like the world right now? Or do I look like Jesus? Well, and that's what he says. He says, as a general rule, the closer we are to someone, the more likely we are to imitate some of their habits. And oh. I was like, that's it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And then for me though, when I look at my life, my my constant as a believer question is, does everything I do, whether that's whatever habit that I have, reading, mm-hmm. uh, working out, whatever the case is, am I imitating the world or am I utilizing this to imitate Christ? Now, some people are going to be like, well, Jesus never worked out. And I'm like, Fair enough. Like, I get that. I understand that. But he still said you have to be a good steward of your body, you know, so. Well, and I would argue that anything you do, anything you say, anything, that's an act of worship. Mm -hmm. What are you worshiping? And am I, hopefully, the way that I live, speak, act, the way I have conversations at the places I'm at, um, yeah, even my thoughts, are they they honoring to God? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like what Paul said, right? Like, Paul said, like, I'm okay with you following me or Apollos for that matter, right. as long as we're pointing you back to Jesus. Right. 
Like, and I think that's the the kicker is going back to the conversation I had with uh, with a uh, with my buddy, which is, you know, these guys on the surface look so attractive, and the the desire is to imitate them, but that's like that's that's Satan's ploy right there. Like, we've said this a thousand times at church. The world is a system set up by Satan where he uses unsaved or unregenerated individuals to accomplish his work and will. So I had like, um, I got a great question from um, an individual in our church the other day, and they said, I'm doing really good. Like, and they didn't use those words, but they, they are. They're doing really good. And they're like, but I still feel influenced. Mm. Why? And I said, past. Yeah. Like, everything in the past. Like, it just creeps. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, that just does. creeps in. You know, like, you could be an alcoholic and be sober for 10 years and all of a sudden like you wake up one day and you're like i really want to yeah. drink yeah it's well what happened like did the 10 years mean nothing well no they meant everything but in the same breath like the the cravings are still gonna be right. there you know it doesn't it doesn't go down or whatever yeah. the case is so it's just it's just interesting like that heart check of hmm like now like looking at those individuals do i want to be like you that's a ploy from the devil so now i have to check my heart and be like okay god uh first of all i'm gonna identify that mm -hmm. like i want to be like the world and then i'm gonna ask for forgiveness for that shouldn't want shouldn't want to be like the world right and now the goal is to get back into the uh, i don't even want to say good graces because you're never out of no. god's good graces in regards to the way he loves you but to look at it and say, okay, now what's my call to action here? Right. You know, is my call to action going to be um, feel disappointed or am I going to, you know, kind of get back on track? Right. Well, and I think it's important, too, to be surrounding yourself with the people that are are making the choices to imitate Jesus. And mm -hmm. so who you hang out with, even yeah, who you spend your time with, I, those things matter right. uh, greatly. And if you're a parent, those things matter for your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking to one of my kids the other day, and he's like, Mom, you know, we just had a lesson at church about how Jesus is going to come back. And I said, yeah. And he goes, I don't I don't know if I'm ready. And I said, oh, man, okay. And he goes, no, 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 I'm ready, but my friends aren't. Mm. And I said, okay. And we, we were talking about it, and he's just like, you know, you talk about Jesus with us all the time and that's just part of our life. And I love that, but I don't think everyone else has that. And I don't even know if they know Jesus. And I thought, here's my third grader, like being more concerned with the world than I am sometimes. Right, right. And, but like, where was I going with that? Just that idea of, okay, so these friends need Jesus. We're going to be that light. You're going to say those words, but they can't like bit cautious on if those are your best friends or not, you know, because they don't know Jesus yet. And so you can be friends with them and you can have conversation with them, but we can't let them influence us. Right. And so are you having those conversations? Um, you know, my third grader, his friends aren't getting into world of <laughs> trouble, but the high schooler that you have at home, you know, who right, are they hanging right. out with? And have you established your friends matter from an early age? So they're choosing wise friends as they get older and your control is lessening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I just think remembering that as a parent and just for us as well of who we hang out with matters and who are we surrounding ourselves with. Why do you feel why do you think people feel like when they become a follower of Christ, when they when they embrace that? OK, so I'm going to take the two comments that he had, which is the closer we are to someone, the more likely we mm -hmm. are to imitate some of their habits. And then the other one is one of the most effective things you can do to build better habits 
is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. So let's say, why why do people <coughs> stray away from the you know the church or whatever the case is? Is it because they they feel like they have to abandon everything else that they know to be true? Like I have to maybe that's why, or maybe. is that why people feel like I have to clean up my act before I can come in there? Like you know, do they see us at the ball field or wherever the case is, and <coughs> they're like, "But I'm not like you," you know what I mean? Like I have all these like. Have yeah. we have we appeared to be too polished? Maybe have we appeared that oh, our probably. habits are too, like I got this all down and you don't. Probably. You know? I mean, I th- I I think there are, that's definitely part of it. I think there's just and I'm going to say the word uneducated, not as like they're dumb, but just I don't think they people often realize the importance of the church or Mm -hmm. small groups in a church or surrounding yourself with Christian friends. Cause I, so I think some of it's just their lack of knowledge. Like, um, you don't think, well, I need to, I maybe need to step away. And oftentimes there's a lot of joy or no, I don't like joy happiness found in like the people you're with or the things you're doing. And so to know that, wait, I'm called to, to be different we'd have to give that up I right, don't, right i don't know which in that case i would go have you surrendered yeah like i think the first i don't know like have you uh, have you surrendered that it just feels like the more we want something the more likely we are to run away from it like let's put this in in like a little kid context because i watch it happen all the time little boys like a little girl right so what do they do like uh, yeah. they run away from her, you know what I mean? Or they, they, they treat her, you mm-hmm. know, whatever the case is, or girls do this all the time. Like girls are like, ah, and then they run <laughs> away and I'm like, right. you like him. And they're like, no, I don't. And I'm like, oh yeah, you do. You right. know what I'm saying? And the same is true too. Like in regards to anything, it's like so funny. Uh, we went to go see a comedian one night and we were at, um, we were at this restaurant and he was there. Like he was eating with his like road crew or whatever the case is. And I was like, I'm gonna go say hi. And they're like, everybody at my table is like, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, why? Why not? He's a human being. I'm a human being. Like this is a public place. It's not a big deal. I mean, I had to pull my myself away from our table. I walked over. I was like, hey, man, like we're going to see you tonight. And he's like, hey, cool. You know, like he was super stoked right. about it. And uh, I, I was like you want to take a picture with us? And he's like, yeah, you know, that, that'd be super fun. And, uh, it, it turned into like a really good memory, but that whole thing is such a representation of what happens when we want something a- a- that's good for us. Like we'll run from it. But do you think that's fear? Do you think that's fear of, I know I want this, mm-hmm. but the unknown of what's going to be, I'll take a step further. When I get it. I think it's pride. Oh yeah. Well, I think everything goes back to pride. Oh, so. I think, I think people are so prideful in where they're at in their life that they have missed, like the fact that you have to humble yourself to get what you really want. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you I mean, it, nothing comes by taking. And mm-hmm. if you do take it, then you, <laughs> it's Galatians, then you did that for yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so if you did that for yourself, then you're essentially your own God. Yeah. And so you becoming your own God now, uh, you got what you wanted, but you didn't get it in, in the right way. And so you're going to have pain. You're going right. to have frustration. Like all of these emotions are going to come in. But man, if you get, if you do the hard work and you submit yourself and you humble yourself, like 
I know this, like, um, doing police department work and other things like shooting, right? Like, I'm not a marksman my, by any means. And there's such a tendency for me to show up on the range, like, kind of like I have all my stuff together. And you have to just empty that. Mm-hmm. You have to just come in, like, I know nothing. The range instructors are going to help me. You have to ask a ton of questions. Like, you have to be a student. And I think what's so hard is to watch somebody and I'm like, you want this. I know you want this. I know that you desire this. But here's what's stopping you. It's you. Yeah. You know, because I think people really genuinely want to get out of the holes that they've dug for themselves, but they just don't know how. And the, the secret to getting out of the hole is humility. Yeah. But how do you help somebody help themselves? And, and maybe that's the, the disservice that we've done as a church, right? Like, I'm not saying our church. I'm saying the general church. Right. I'm sure we've we've done it too, but we've essentially told people, like, that's selfish. Yeah. I don't know if it is. Like, you being submissive and humbling yourself and saying, I need help, that's not selfish. That's That's a good thing, you know? But, yeah. I don't know. Like, he he just says, he says, the normal behavior of the tribe often overpowers the desire the desired behavior of the individual. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it's really interesting to kind of, c- like, look into that or whatever. So, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I think, I think it's hard to be different. Um, I think there are some people who are just naturally confident. Um, that legitimately are confident. They are okay with saying, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to look different. I often think those are people who are very secure in who they are in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and even then, as a very secure person, you still have those instances where it's hard to be confident. Like, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not always there. Yeah. Um, I think because that is not the norm, it's hard to go against what the world looks like. It's hard to break those patterns. When your entire family acts one way and you don't ever act that way but you walk into that family gathering it's hard to say look at me I look different now Mm. I I live different now yeah because no one else and and so how do you get there how do you be confident that in that I think it's you know I, I we have that instance in our home um very much so like my husband's family acts very much one way and he when we got married was like, I'm, that's not what I'm going to be like. Right. And we walk back into that situation and him and I stay pretty close together because there's, there's, um, I don't know, power or <laughs> strength mm-hmm. in numbers. Yeah, for like, sure. it's like, Hey, it's not just me acting different than my family. It's I'm, you know, my wife is, my kids yeah, are yeah. like, we've all broken that mold. Yeah. And so I think that's where the finding people to come alongside you, um, hey, we're going to go to the ballpark and it's not, you know, the conversation might not be pleasing, but we're going to, we're going to hang together. Right. And in that we're going to, we're going to stand up together. So maybe it's just finding that person to help you, um, whether it's accountability or spurring you on to Mm -hmm. do what's right. Um, if you're a parent walking alongside that with your child and my kid got to teach a lesson at school the other day and he was going back and forth with what he wanted to do. And he, um, was going to teach the guitar. And mm-hmm. I said, y- you should play one of the songs, you like your first song you learned, which was a Christian song. And he goes, okay, I'll play it. I said, and you should sing it. Mm. And he's like, but it's about Jesus. Right, and I'm right, like, right. yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> 
And this was after I'd already said you should teach the gospel, and he shot me down. Right, right, right. <laughs> I can't do that, Mom. My my oldest son's like, why not? You know, very different. And, yeah. Um, he was nervous, and he did not like. So I, I I asked the teacher, can I come in? Thinking she's gonna say no. Yeah. She totally snuck me into the building. It was awesome. That's outstanding. And um. Of course, I ran into the principal on the way out. So there was that. Uh, which he's <laughs> but cool. he was fine with yeah. it. He's like, hey, what's up? You yeah. know, and um, so I'm there and she goes, he sang it once before you came in and it was very quiet. Mm-hmm. But when you were in the room, mm, he sang goes. it confidently yeah, 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 yeah. and every kid heard the words. Yeah. And did we explain what it meant? Absolutely not. Right. But did they hear him sing? And I thought there's strength in that. Yeah. You know, it's just that. So maybe that's what it is. Find that. Find that other person. If you want to break that habit, break whatever you know whatever it is that you're you're striving to imitate Christ find that person to come alongside you and walk with you yeah um that gives confidence and helps you look different i have a buddy that does that he takes he takes somebody with him everywhere he goes yeah. like he's never alone and it's just it's i asked him about it one time I'm like why do you do that and he's like because i'm i'm a i'm a chicken yeah <laughs> But if you know that, yeah. then let's, like, I think that's smart. Like, mm-hmm. find that person to then say, like, hey, I know I'm going to give in to this temptation if I don't have someone to keep me accountable here. Yeah. I know I'm going to slide into negative patterns. Or I just know I'm going to conform to yeah. the world. Um, yeah, who is it that you can have come alongside you? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Your big takeaway. Oh, I don't know. I like this chapter. I like chapter nine. Chapter eight was a little... Mm-hmm. I didn't underline much, but I like chapter nine. Um, I think just my big takeaway is be careful who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to be said. I think this this chapter makes a great case for the church mm-hmm. and the importance of church yeah. and the importance of being involved, not just showing up at church and Agreed. having a group of people to spur you on to imitate Christ. Yeah. Um, and so if you're not plugged into a local body, if you're not, if like, Check your friends. Who are the five people you hang out with the most? You will emulate them. I had you friend, are that person. You are. I had a friend who said, I know, right? All the time. And so I did it for like two years. Matt's mm-hmm. like, Jessica, knock it right, off. Right, right, right. But my friend did it, and I just began to talk like her because yeah. it happens. That's why people and pick up accents. Absolutely. That'd be cool. I want an accent. <laughs> I need an a-, a friend with an accent. There you go. But, um, yeah, just really be wise with the people you surround yourself yeah. with. yeah. I wouldn't disagree. I would think I would say to you if you're going to read chapter 8 and chapter 9, especially chapter 9, make sure that you define success yes. in God's eyes. Absolutely. Because James is very big that success comes in through yourself. Yeah. And I disagree with that. Yeah. Like uh, I talked to a kid the other day and he was just dealing with some stuff and got done with the conversation. And I got in my car and I thought everything that he wants to do is impossible by himself. Right. You know, so, and it feels so awkward too, to look at somebody and be like, I don't know why I think this is like kind of devil scheme or whatever, or battle with the flesh. Like, I think sometimes we're just so timid in sharing the gospel Mm because we're like, it can't be that easy. It It is is that easy. Yeah. The acceptance is easy. The sanctification that comes after is so hard. Is so hard. Like it is a battle that it is like five steps forward, four steps back sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that's okay. Like I mean, it's not, but it is. It's the growth. It's the transit. It's the process. It's it's finding joy in the process. But ships weren't meant to sit at harbor. No, they were meant to go out to sea. Yeah, they're meant to move. Yeah, and I think that's the big. You know, Paul equates everything to a race, and he says you can't run the race unless you believe. Yeah. But then when you run the race. Run with perseverance. Right. So 
I think you have to define success first and foremost. When you define success, then do your habits emulate right. that success. And that's where you're constantly going to be checking every single day, every yeah. second. Am I doing what I'm going to do? Uh, I just heard this the other day and I thought it was amazing. Um, the They were talking about um, the whole preface was eating healthy, right? And so the the push was don't put any junk food in sight like and, and okay, don't yeah. have it don't have it in your house yeah. right so like make it hard that's so true because i went to costco the other day <laughs> and i never have snacks for me and i got <laughs> snacks for me and it's just downhill yeah so so, he, so they were like like don't don't keep yeah, pizza in your don't house buy right yeah, absolutely make it hard which is which is a james clear thing yeah. it's like make it hard to go yeah to go get to pizza right right so but what's crazy was they they looked at it through the lens and they're like food is so tangible but they're like why do we put like the feed in front of us then like the social media mm. feed why do we put like yeah. like why would you allow yourself to yeah. go like looking at junk these are two secular guys and i was mowing and i stopped mowing and i was like that's genius yeah like that what you just said is pure genius because why would you do that why would right. you set yourself up for failure and why would you have all these influences that, mm -hmm. like, you're constantly looking at and you're evaluating in your social media feed? You're going, I want to be like them. I want to yep. be like them. I don't oh, want to be like yeah. them. I don't want to be like them. That's all you do is you're checking yeah. off. I want to be accepted by that person. Yeah. Don't want to be accepted by that person. Want to be accepted by that person. Yeah. And I, I think. I want what they have. Right. I actually got to the point where I can't watch fixer upper shows because I want, like, anything that has to do with, like, home yeah. improvements. Because I get a little bit like, I, I covet that. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, I want that. I w and yeah, God has provided exactly the house. Like, we watch God provide for, mm -hmm. like, in such a, like, tangible, this was God's provision for us to have the home we have. Without right. a doubt, none of it should have fallen in place and everything did. And yet I will be discontent if I watch those things. Mm -hmm. So, like. That's junk food. If Matt's watching it, like, yeah. I have to read or go to another room because I just get jealous and discontent and yeah he's like seriously we're watching someone knock down a wall i'm like but yeah, i want to knock, down, wanna that knock wall. down a wall yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like that's dumb but it's me like mm. i know that's a, a weakness of mine i bury apps on my phone for this reason yeah. like i put them like and like the weird like the third page in mm -hmm. and the second folder way behind far something. away and then once my mind gets programmed to like that's where it's at and i can do it fast move i'll it. move it yep like it's just someone did that they replaced where their facebook app was with their bible app mm -hmm. and so every time you just naturally go and you click on your facebook app the bible would pop up and then there was just enough conviction of Oh, maybe I should just read this chapter instead of scrolling my Facebook feed. It's just so like, funny. Like I, I yep. always knew the, the junk food thing. Yeah. And I just don't put that stuff like in my vision. Yeah. But then I was like, but I put a lot of other things yeah. in my vision. What, that what a cool like. What do I need to remove and make unaccessible? Mm -hmm. Because if you want a habit, you make it desirable. But if you don't want a habit, make it's it hard. Desirable. Make it hard. Like as hard as you can. Like yeah. You'd have to drive to another town to get that. Yeah. So, yeah, I would just say you need to def you redefine success mm -hmm. and, and make sure that you're looking at it. Success in God's eyes is always to be sanctified. The two greatest commandments, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. It boils down to those two things. Yep. That's that's success. Mm -hmm. How devoted am I? Not workspace devoted. Grace based devoted Absolutely. Uh, to the Lord, and then how how am I seeking mm -hmm. other people's best? I think that's 
do your habits yeah push towards that so absolutely all right that's enough out of us yep we'll see you again next time bye bye thank you for listening to the community gospel church podcast if you would like to support this ministry financially simply log on to communitygospelchurch.com and click the contribute tab